It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Good evening. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. We're all about love and dating and romance, hence the title, The Rendezvous. Simon and I (laughs) are here to rendezvous with you. I want to give you our phone number, 855-905-8255. If you need any advice or you want to comment on anything in the show tonight, love, dating, and romance, we're here to take your call. Also, simonandangie.com if you want to send mm-hmm. an email. So, Simon, um, I, kn- I know we already have people on hold already waiting to be on the show tonight with their mm-hmm. romantic questions. Um, mm-hmm. I want to let everybody know we're going to get to Paula next. And, hey, listen, I know you're single, Simon. I'm married. You're yep. in this dating game. Uh, yeah. I, I, Yeah, I want to know what you would think if you went on a date with a woman and you saw something in her purse that sort of triggered something in you where it either turned you off or Mm -hmm. you had a thought about it. Um, Maybe somebody's rifling through their purse. That's kind of where we're going in this next call. Um, I've I've been briefed on Paula, who's on hold. So what would you do, Simon, as a single man, if this situation happened to you? All right. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about that next. Have you seen something on a first date that set you into a place where you're like, I don't know if I want to date this person again? Oh, I, oh, I get that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like something on a first date that was like, mm-hmm. and do you ghost? What are you doing? Do you say something? That is coming up next. I want you guys to hear Paula's situation calling in from New York next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, we have an email here that came into simonandangie.com, and I wanted to get this email on the line because you're single, Simon. You are I French am. romantic, and you're dating, and you're out there in these streets. <laughs> I am no longer doing that because I am a dried-up uh, married woman. <laughs> come, on, <laughs> so, come on. So I want to get your opinion on this situation. So let's okay. bring up our caller uh, listening in right now, White Plains, New York, on 98.5 The Cat in Hudson Valley. This is Paula. Hey, Paula. Hi, Angie and Simon. Bonjour, Paula. Bonjour. Hi. I just want to say first, I love you guys. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Thanks for sending your email into simonandangie.com. And I was so compelled by this because I know Simon's out here dating and there's a lot of first dates and things that happen. So can you tell everybody what happened on this date, which you wrote in about? Yeah, so I went on a date with a guy that I really like. Um, I met him, you know, at work. And we ended up getting just a drink. And then we went to the movies. And I obviously kept my phone in my purse. So mm-hmm. after the movie, I checked my phone. I went inside my purse. And he happened to see something. Um, I am a woman who's 28 years old and I, I carry, you had a knife. No, what was it? (laughs) (laughs) What was it? I carry protection, you know, protection. Are you talking about protection? protection? Like a gun? Ooh la la protection? No, no. No, just, just protection. If anything was to happen that night between him and I. Okay. Bedroom protection. Ooh la la. Okay. I get it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, he saw it, and I didn't think it was a big deal, but his whole demeanor changed. He just completely looked uncomfortable, and he even kind of judged me, and I didn't really appreciate that because I don't know why he would judge me. I mean, I'm grown. You know, I'm a grown woman. 
So I didn't really know what to do. And then I haven't heard from him in about a week now. So I don't know if I should call him or text him or, or what should I do? You say you felt judged when he saw what was in your purse. And by the way, high five on having your protection in your purse. I think that's smart no matter what. Simon, what would you think if you saw this in a woman? Would you? So, but I mean, I've met women who, just like you, carry the protection in their handbags, and I thought it was totally cool and adult and the right thing to do. I feel more relaxed when that happens because there is this maturity of, and reality that everybody should have that. We're not in the middle age where women can't have that on them or they look like they're easy women, right? Like, no, I, no, I feel like so, it's a health protection. You are not trying to spread for. anything. You're not trying to be with child you are protecting yourself and and exactly and your partner so to me it's totally cool and a good sign now you said you know you haven't heard back from him for about a week should you call him text him or reach out to him i don't think so i mean it's not about that anyway and either he gets over it and he reaches out to you because he misses you he wants to see you again or Let's forget about him, and and I'm glad you're not going to go with a what do you, so middle-aged guy who. Well, I just, just um, think yeah, middle-aged. This is the same guy that would be like, "How many people before me?" Like he would want to know every question, right? Don't you think? No, I agree with that, and I just felt like I mean I've seen guys carry protection or just things with them, and I've never judged anybody. So of why is it because I'm a woman, I'm getting judged, you know. Yeah, there's well, a double standard there a little bit, Simon. That's that's a problem. I mean, some yes. guys have that double standard, some don't. I think you're doing the right thing, Paula, and so I applaud you. I mean, you know, and, and if he can't get over it, well, then, you know, he can go kiss somebody else's derriere or something. Maybe Somebody else's derriere. Yeah, that's, I love <laughs> that's what she When you say it in French, it doesn't sound very mean. Go kiss his derriere. It almost sounds derriere. enticing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean like that. Listen, but... Paula, I think you're doing the right thing. I would yes. never stop doing what you're doing in that regard. And somebody that will judge you about that is um, maybe somebody that will judge you about everything and, and not cool. So I think so, Simon and I both agree. Move on with that. Yeah, distance, distance, distance. I think you guys are right. I mean, it's an unfortunate situation, but you're right because he will judge me for whatever else I do in the future. Yeah. Well, Paula, listen, thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Thanks for emailing us and being on the show with us tonight. Thanks, Paula. Have a good night. You're welcome. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a call from Paula in New York who called in at 855-905-8255. Feel free to do the same. Um, Mm -hmm. And was saying that she was on a date with a guy. Just Mm -hmm. met him. They had been speaking for a minute. They're on this date. She went to reach for her phone and kind of dig around in her purse for a minute. And he saw protection. I'm talking about ooh-la-la protection. Never called her again. She felt judged. We said, hey. Good for you protecting yourself yeah, and whatever. But, Simon, you and I were talking off the air, and you said you had kind of a, another protection experience. Yeah, in that line, it was a different kind of protection. I, you know, I used to live in Dallas, Texas, for about almost four years. And over there, a lot of people carry weapons, uh, you know, concealed weapons. It's a casual thing. But to me, it was not so casual. So here's what happened, you know. So I went on a date with this lovely and charming woman, and in her handbag— as and she didn't, it's not to show it to me, but we're in the car, and I saw some kind of pistol. A, and, a gun? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Um, and I'm not an expert, but that was Which the first time. Which is probably normal in Texas, though. Yeah, right? exactly. So I, I had to ask her, I said, is that a gun? Is that a pistol? She said, yes, it is. And she goes, it's for my protection. And she goes, you know, my father, when I was, you know, 10, 11, he showed me how to, to, to use shoot. it and all this. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So and, she knows how to use the gun. Uh-huh. And just to make the story more crazy, she told me that story that she actually shot an ex-boyfriend in the leg once, years before. Oh, well, now, now you just changed the right. whole thing so because here, I'm thinking, okay, she's letting you know, don't mess with me. I'm strapped if I need it. And when we come back, I want to ask you this question. What mm. would you do if you were single and you go on a date with a guy and he opens his jacket and he has a big pistol, you know, cons- next to his belt? Okay. I, Attraction I, let's talk about or that. rejection? Let's talk about that. The crazy things we see sometimes on a date that we did not expect. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone number, if you want to call in and comment on love, dating, romance, any topics you hear tonight, 855-905-8255. We had a call earlier from Paula who said she had some protection in her purse on a date. He has never called her back. It's not the same kind of protection that you were just talking about, Simon, that you witnessed on a date, a gun in a purse with a woman you were dating. Went on a date, only just one, and then she uh-huh. told me that she actually used that gun and shot uh, one of the ex-boyfriend in the leg. I think it's one thing to have it. I think it's another thing to have a story about how you shot yes. someone. <laughs> so, you know, I said I don't want to be shot in my, my day. Yeah. So then that well, was the Don't last. do anything wrong, Simon. How about that? Uh, certainly and not. And you won't get shot. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. Kidding. So, Angie, lead me to that question. What would you do? If you're single, you go on a date, first date, and the guy under his jacket has a big, you know, Magnum 357 oh, uh, no. console and carry. No. It, is that turn on, turn off? What's your reaction? It's a turn off. It's an absolute turn off. Why are you strapped on a date? Why? What do you think is going to happen but, that you have to have your gun in a holster under your jacket on a date? But, I understand conceal and carry. My husband has a conceal and carry license. Mm-hmm. He would never bring a weapon or anything into a public place. Um, it's it, if he has conceal and carry, it's in a glove box. It's locked. It's a, it's away and and not anywhere where somebody would accidentally see it or think he's threatening. With a weapon. Uh, so it's turn off for you. I get it. We were both turned off by Some people said they're very turned on by a man like that because they can protect them better. So I that think was it depends on the, on the, it's, it's case by case. For me, sure. that's not a turn on. Some people maybe, I don't know what you're into. But listen, I want to talk about crazy things we've seen and on a date in people's apartment, whatever it is, that was an immediate turn off when okay. we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for having the rendezvous on tonight. We are Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. So, mm-hmm. Simon, we've had this conversation about uh, crazy things you see on a first date. Or yes. now I want to go into walking into somebody's apartment or house for the first time and the things you see that are like, whoa, red flag. We talked about uh, our earlier caller, Paula, who was on a date for the first time and she had ooh-la-la protection in her purse. The guy that was guy. turned off. Yes. Which is ridiculous. We talked about your story where you it was, saw it was a gun. I saw a gun, yeah, a a gun woman, in a lady's purse. Which might not be that bad if you have a conceal and carry. The bad part was that she told you she shot somebody one time. <laughs> in the leg. I that, would run. And I, you did as well. Yes. The, and she was so casual about it. Well, right? hey, like, hey, it was no big just deal. nothing. Yeah, no big so, deal. Yeah. So uh, on a, a completely different spectrum, but kind of the same. Uh, I dated a guy one time who, I'm, I'm going to try to make this story as PG as I can. 
Um, we knew each other. We had gone on a couple dates. I went back to his apartment mm-hmm. because it was ooh-la-la time. I was mm. super excited. <laughs> um, the, there were two things I saw that were red flags. The first thing I saw were stacks on stacks. On, and this is back when people watched adult movies on DVD. Right. So we had right, stacks okay. on stacks on stacks of DVDs for adult movies that were just kind of out in the open, like this was a frat house or something. And then um, I sort of tried to pretend I didn't see that because I was in a certain type of mood. We go into the bedroom, and on the nightstand is a humongous picture of him and his mother next to um, a lubricant. (laughs) Are you serious? Yes. And the whole... Trust me, it didn't stop me. However, <laughs> the next day, Angie, I was like, that was Angie. weird. It, Simon, I'm like a dude in that no. way. If I'm in a mood, I'm in a mood, God, and I, yeah. I'll pretend I don't see what's going on, Angie. and I'll just do what I wanted. What I, I'm going to finish the job. I'm going to finish what I came here for. However, the next day, I was very yeah. put off by that. Simon, have you ever been in a situation like that where you went to a girl's house and you walk in, you're like, where? What is this house of horrors? What am I seeing? Okay, before I answer that, I just want to say this fabulous story of yours. But do you think that- By the way, you... I ended up dating him for about six months. But it's, that's On besides the that. point. That's On besides the that. point. Okay, just out of curiosity, if you enter the house during daytime, not nighttime, uh-huh. do you think that would have impacted your decision yes. to go? It would have, right? Yes, probably because- um, no, it actually wouldn't have. I'm no, it would have not stopped you. Reason. No, if I'm in this mindset, I'm a dude. If I'm in this mindset where I want to do what I want to do, I'm not letting anything get in my way. And <laughs> I might that. judge you after the fact, but in that moment, it's I was on. not judging. And in fact, I believe that those stacks on stacks on stacks of adult films really um, impressed me. Uh, I felt like he was a student. Uh, of adult films. Oh, really? And I learned some things. Yes. Oh, what a so, spin. Yes, he was an amazing ooh-la-la. And, and so I'm glad. maybe... I'm glad but the mom, <laughs> the mom looking at me the whole that, time was not good. Did you put it down at least? Did you put the frame down? I did down? not put it down. I just looked over here. That's bad. I see. Pillow. I don't All know. Right. So, Simon, have you ever walked in to a yeah. woman's place or a, a personal space of a woman and seen something where you're like, I whoa. I walked in and walked right out when I saw in her bedroom a gigantic python snake on the bed, <gasps> okay. on the bed. And she said, don't worry. Wait, it's a like real a pet- snake? Yeah, a python. Why you is know, it python? on the bed and not in a it's cage? Her pet. She Even said, if it was it's, in a cage. It's my pet. I love him. And I freaked out. And I said, listen, that's just too much to snake there on the bed. I would have screamed and ran. All right, Simon, when we come back, um, I do think that this is a very relatable topic. I see Jill nodding her head nonstop. I want to go around the room uh, with our producers and ask them, what did you walk in on? Oh, good idea. Yes, on a date where you were like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm out of here. That is next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about um, when you go on a date with somebody mm-hmm. and you see something in their apartment, in their car, in their purse, wherever it is, <laughs> where you're like, whoa, it's that one red flag from the get go. Um, Simon, you saw a gun. 
I saw yeah. lots of X-rated movies and a picture of their mom by it. And so I wanted to go around the room because I feel like people's apartments, they don't realize some of the freaks that they show when you walk in. So our uh, producer, Jill, our executive producer, Jill, I know you had something. What did you see when you walked in somewhere? So I went to this guy's house. It was the only date I ever went on with him. And I walked in and in his room, he had a poster of Charles Manson. <gasps> Isn't that the weirdest thing ever? That is crazy. That is creepy. Can I tell you, did you run? I was like trying to cut the date as short as possible because I'm like, am I going to get like murdered here? I'm not really sure. But yeah, it was very weird. And I want to comment on that. And and I know we have Adam on the line too, our other producer. And I'm going to have to get to you in the next segment, Adam, because we had a discussion today because the OJ Simpson Bronco went on auction. And somebody on my morning show was like, this would be great to pick up girls in this thing. I'm like, no. (laughs) I don't think so. Anything serial killer, potential killer, maybe I killed her, maybe I didn't. (laughs) If I did it, this is how I did it. You're not picking me up in that car. I'm not getting in that car. No, no. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Uh, Deal breaker, yeah. Right. Anything that has to do with murder, I'm out. (laughs) Like, bye. For sure. So our assistant producer, Adam, is also on the line. I want to get to him, too, because I want to hear in girls' apartments or girls' lives, whatever, when you walk in, you see something, and you're like, "Mm -mm mm-mm-mm. This does not feel right. I'm out of here. What is it next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking about going on a date with somebody, and you go into their place or in their car, and something crazy you see, and you're like, oh, no, this is a red flag. I, I got to get out of here. I, I was telling you, Simon, um, my producer on my Kiss morning show in Chicago, Mm-hmm. had just moved into her place. The cable guy came over, and obviously there's stuff everywhere because she's moving, mm-hmm. but predominantly on her couch are um, stickies for the bra area and then the chicken cutlets, and I said, oh, my gosh, if I walked in as a guy, I'd be like, whoa. So our assistant producer, Adam, is here, too, and he wants to chime in about what he's seen. Adam, what did you see that freaked you out? I walked into this girl's duplex once, and she had a Dave Matthews Band poster on the wall. And if you know me, I ain't rolling with that. I do not roll with Dave Matthews Band. Thank you very much. I'm not into jam bands. Mm -hmm. I don't get the people that travel for it. I don't want to date somebody that follows Fish either or Dave Matthews. But who cares? It's bad music, Simon. Because it's a it's a concert poster what? with a grown person. Are we in a frat house? Wait, okay. Are you, do Angie, you have a neon Miller light sign? What is a- happening? Angie, wait a minute. You said that that would not stop you earlier when you saw all the adult movies, the Miles. Because picture. that is would about ooh la la. I'm yeah, not but, getting any ooh la la off this Dave Matthews band poster. Well, Adam, what did you think of that when you saw it? Well, we continued the date. I hung yeah. out at her house for a while. <laughs> Adam uh, is like my well, kindred spirit. I've said so, it. I mean, I'm grateful uh-huh. she let me in her house with little right. resistance. So you I, were like, I hung I'm out. in, so I'm going to hang, but I'm not calling you, and right? Basically, yeah. I mean, it, things fizzled after that, but it was always okay. on my mind. I, I think it's funny when I think about it now because he was wearing this real stern turtleneck and looking all serious. Of his, course he was. fiddle player next to him and everything. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm laughing because uh, you know, we had this story yesterday, Simon, on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where we were talking about our assistant producer, Trisha. The whole thing started about creeping into the DMs. Is it creepy? 
If you just text someone on the low and say, hey, how are you? If you see them on Instagram, if you want to add them on Facebook and you've never met them in person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So our, our assistant producer, Trisha, had a DM slide from a uh, a reality show star, a star on a yeah. reality show. A real one. A real one. And I said, oh, God. I'm like, this is so cheesy. And you and Jill are shredding me for it. Um, so yeah. there's an update from yesterday. And I said we're updating every day. Because mm-hmm. I'm, 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 this is like a soap opera. So, Trisha, are you there? I am here. Hello. <laughs> I know you're in the studio next door, but I can't see you. So, Trisha. Yes. What has happened since yesterday? Okay. So, update. He wants to get a drink. I have not responded yet. I don't know what to do. Wait, how did he word it? He just says, do you want to grab a drink? That's all that he said. I haven't like, so sometimes with like the direct messages, if you click on it, it shows that you've seen it. Right. So all I saw in the title of it was, do you want to grab a drink? Okay. I want to word this to you, Simon, in a way that will appeal to your protective side because Mm -hmm. I'm immediately, I'm the mom. Right. And so I'm thinking of Trisha as my daughter. And this guy just approached her out of the blue because he saw a picture of her. He doesn't know anything about her. They've never met. If this was your goddaughter, Simon, Mm -hmm. and some guy who has never met her, just saw a picture of her and kept hitting on her, hitting on her on the DMs and said, let's meet for a drink. What advice would you give to her? I would say follow your intuition. If you want to meet for a coffee, it's totally fine. Go to a public place, meet at 5 or 4 or 6 in the afternoon, plenty of people, and that's it. And then maybe it's going to be great, maybe not. But if you want to make the final opinion, I'm not going to tell you no. Just remember those rules of safety. That's all I public, would say. You're saying public place, which I always agree with. And by the way, I advocate for always a first date in a public place because always. you never know people. Yeah. Always yeah. drive yourself. You don't want yep. somebody to pick you up because then you are, uh, they have control over when you leave, when you go. So I say drive yourself. And yes. Simon, I don't know. Why? I mean, <laughs> I because, but, but Trisha is a big girl. I mean, she's 25. I mean, this guy's 30. It's nothing extraordinary. They're going to have a drink or a coffee somewhere. But he's, big deal. he's hitting on her just based on her looks. And he's okay. never met her. And you, Trisha, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys have never really had a conversation. I know. This is the first time that I've ever. At the same time, though, it's kind of like online dating in a way, right? Yes. Yeah, because you never. how fast things go because I'm, I'm out of the loop on so that. So when you're online dating, you just strictly go off of pictures. Basically. But is it zero to 100 like that where there's no conversation I, I mean, and it's like, hey, meet me for a drink? I mean, I guess I don't know. I'm so bad at this kind of stuff, so well, I could not even. I oh gosh, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. Simon, <laughs> yeah. you you have dated online. I um, have, if I have if met you match people. with somebody or whatever, do yeah. you at least have a conversation for a, a day or something on text before it's like, you're hot. Okay, thanks. Meet me for a drink. I mean, yes, but at the end, what matters is a the intuition. B the face to face, even if it's what 15 minutes. What intuition can you gather? Well, if from she, that? if if my goddaughter, in this case Trisha, and I could be her father easily, I would really say if you want to take a chance to have coffee with a guy you don't know, there's no worry about it. I mean, you never know anyone anyway. So, I really think meeting in public place, you know, having your own transportation, is of no risk really. I want to know about dating online because honestly, I'm not gonna lie. 
I missed this whole trend of app dating yeah. by like about two seconds when I started dating my husband. Thank God. Because you guys make my head spin. <laughs> so yes, bad. and Trisha and <laughs> so Simon bad. and Jill, I want to get your guys' take on what is an appropriate first online date. If you yeah. really don't know anything about each other, it's supposed to be 10 minutes. It's supposed to be a full-on dinner. Because if you're an online dater that dates all the time, that can get expensive, too. So yeah. let's talk about that. Online dating, what is protocol for the first meeting? What do you prefer? A dinner a drink, a coffee, a breakfast, whatever it is, next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm not going to lie, Simon Marcel. You are single. I am married. Yes, yes. And I know you've been on dates um, through apps, through websites. I have. And we had our assistant producer, Trisha, on talking about how somebody slid into the DMs. And you guys are all, go, it's love. And I'm like, no, it's creepy. I want to know, what is the first date when you're dating online and you don't know somebody? Do you do a full dinner? Because back in the day... <laughs> when you meet somebody, you're like, I would love to take you to dinner. Yeah, that was the, I would yeah. love to. But if you're doing online dating, I know it's very ADD dating, and that can get very expensive if you're being a gentleman, Simon, as I know you are. Yeah. And if you date three, four times a week, it can be expensive. What it do you can... do, Simon, on a first date for online? I, I, I meet, you know, for tea, actually. For tea? Yeah, because, you know, I love tea at five or six. So. If, you, if so I met you online drinks, and you're like... Let's go to tea. I'm like, no. You want to have tea? You want to have coffee? You know, I, I leave it at that. You know, so, uh, and then we can have champagne if she wants to have champagne, but I don't drink much, so it's not for me. But that's about you. I yeah. need, I need, I need some, something to deal with the stress of meeting somebody I've never <laughs> met before. Well, so, I mean, like, that's why meet for a drink, meet for tea, meet, but I don't go to dinner. I, I, that's not No I, dinner on a, on, a, no. On, a first, on a first online date because why? Because but, you don't know enough about that person. It's on, exactly. It's understood by both parties that it, you might not like each other when you see each other for real. And you want an exit for both that is not uncomfortable, weird. It's just, you know, we're both busy and it was nice meeting you. Bye-bye. Right. I want to talk to the rest of our staff, Simon. I want to know what their ideal first date is next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're on this whole topic, Simon, mm -hmm. of online dating, first dates. This kind of goes off our producer, Trisha, who's getting slid on her DMs from <laughs> somebody kind of famous who is really just sliding in because she's beautiful. He mm -hmm. doesn't know her and is saying, hey, let's go have a drink. I'm like, oh, God, I would be so nervous. So let me go to sure. Jill. Our executive producer. Hey, Jill. Hey. Hi. I know hey, you're hey, doing Jill. some online dating, too. Mm -hmm. And how, like, what is the ideal first date? If you don't, if you've never met somebody, never met them, maybe a couple of texts here and there, let's meet up tonight. What would be ideal for you? A long dinner, a, a short drink, a movie, a walk? What is it? I actually think I, I've done the coffee date thing, which was a little bit weird anyway, Boring. because you still have to like sit there and meet the person. I feel like a FaceTime session would be the f perfect first date because then, you know, you're kind of like pre-dating, right? right. You, if you make it through the FaceTime, then you get a date. But... I've said this to my friends. I'm like, this is kind of the vetting process. That way you can make sure you're not being catfished. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Exactly. Because you never know who's putting up a picture of somebody else. 
Simon, when we come back, yeah. I, I want to hear your thoughts on what Jill says. And yeah. I also want to go to Adam, our other producer, who does a lot of online a and app dating. A lot and of online dating. he's probably Adam. dated everybody. He's really everybody. dated everybody. I don't and, know how I missed And their out. friends, I know. And their friends. Probably no, yeah. yours, too. Simon. Did you guys go Pro- on a date? <laughs> no. no. Adam and I? No. Shocking. Okay. <laughs> that That is next. Our listeners probably have. You probably dated Adam. Let's find out. Um, he'll tell us his ideal first date if you've never met. And we'll see if you've dated him next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening. It's a rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. This is fascinating to me, Simon, mm-hmm. um, because I miss this whole spectrum of online or app dating, I should say. And I just want to know um, when you start the online affair and you're texting back and forth and you decide to have that first date, you don't really, really know somebody, I feel like, until you see them face to face and feel the energy and see yeah. the look in their eyes and see their I- tone. Right and their mannerisms. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So, so I'm, I'm I'm just wondering what is a perfect first date for somebody you've never ever met. Right. So that's why we talked about you know having coffee or, or a drink together, fifteen minutes, something quick. Jill just said you know, and you should we Facetime before we meet together? And it's a great I, idea. I, I I don't think it's necessary every single time. Then you're you wasting have... time though if you no, go on but, these dates first but, without but Facetiming. Maybe it's a waste. But, you know, there's many people who are anxious about being in camera in front of the, the FaceTime when they don't know you, especially I think women don't like that. Asking a guy, women. asking a woman, asking, uh-uh. yeah, because... They Girls look... are all about selfies and FaceTime no. and everything. Yeah, but they, We're all they about come... it. As long as it's planned so we can yes, do our hair and makeup. Yeah. Exactly. But I feel like some would not be okay with that from my experience. So I'm still like, you know, the old school. You go meet, have a drink, 15 minutes, go in and out. So, But, that, but you know... Not a full dinner. Not a full dinner, and I don't have to no. FaceTime. I'll just, I'm happy to meet for 10, a, 15 minutes. A full dinner people. can get expensive, Simon. Yes. Um, so let's go to our resident, um, I was just going to say something bad. Our resident. Thanks, baby. Yeah, our resident hound on the show. <laughs> Adam, I know you do a lot of online dating. I didn't, I didn't mean to say that, but I want to know. Um, you do a lot of online and app dating. So if you meet a girl for the first time, what is your... Uh, plug. What do you say? Are we going to meet for a drink? Are we meeting for coffee? Are we meeting for dinner? What's going on? Well, I do the same thing every time. Just once it's been established through the the messaging that there's some some you know hot and spicy chemistry going on. I say let's take this chemistry of the real world and go grab a drink. I ask them where they live, and mm-hmm. then I, no, I oh, 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 no, not oh. I mean the neighborhood. Like and the neighborhood. Okay. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Because then like, I, what I, is your address? What is your social security? No, that, that's second <laughs> date. And then okay, uh, good. I uh, I offered to buy them a drink in their neighborhood. Cool. And, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I don't want to make them. You know, I'm so grateful if anyone agrees to meet me. I'm not making you drive. It's See, not and, and I like that, Adam. And, and honestly, yeah, I have nice. to say, if, if I were dating and a guy said, hey, what neighborhood are you in? I would like to take you to your favorite spot, buy you a drink. Because, A, most people work during the day. And so having a coffee or a tea during the day isn't easy for a lot of people. Yeah. And also, I need a cocktail if I'm dating a stranger. I'm yes. not going to lie, Simon. I know you don't understand that. You don't drink. But mm-hmm. I, I need don't. to loosen up and, and get this fear out of me a little bit. And it helps. Like, yeah. just one to take the edge off. Um, and then you're only on the line for as long as your drink lasts. And to be real, I can finish one in two seconds if I have to. So I, I can be in and out. 
and thank you for the drink. And then for the guy as well, for Adam, you're not on the line for an entire dinner, an entire date, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dinner is a little more intimate, too. I don't want to eat with someone I don't know. The whole idea doesn't Who sound does? appealing to me. But I will have a drink with someone I don't know. That sounds fun. There's people we work with every single day that we see all the time and we know them, but we don't want to have dinner with them. We want to have dinner with people that we have conversation with, that we enjoy, that we like, that we're interested in. And how I do mean, you know that right away? I had to adapt, but the difference is way back when we only invite to dinner people we liked, people right. we knew. Right. Now, because we don't know them, we have to go to a shorter version because shorter. it's not like when you would go with somebody you already like to find very attractive or, fa- or feel safe. you already met them in person. Yes, in a bar, in a place, Thank at you. work, wherever. Through yeah. friends, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already known about this person, and so you're more comfortable spending two hours with them. Um, whereas exactly. now- exactly. The fact is that we need to be more thorough about who we choose to spend our entire life with and make a family with and be in love with. And sometimes people are very ADD and very quick to jump on something that they don't know enough about, which is why, Simon, I I will get on your side, on the romantic side, on the old school side, where you have to take your time with people and Mm -hmm. people are very quick to dismiss And quick to jump on things where they don't know enough. You know it. You know it. Okay, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. You have been listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. Thank you so much for being with us. If you missed our show, it's all love, dating, and romance, and happy here, Simon. So... Uh, I want everybody to go to our website, simonandangie.com, if you missed any of the show. We talked about crazy things you've seen on dates, like if you walk into someone's house or get in their car and there's like gross stuff all over the floor or or things on the wall or whatever you see. What does that Mm -hmm. mean? Um, We talked to our assistant producer, Trisha, who we had to update. (laughs) Yeah. There's a guy from a reality show that everybody knows about that is is sliding into her DMs, and the update today is he asked her for a drink. I cannot wait to find out what has happened on Monday morning. So uh, <laughs> I know, uh, me we'll, too. Yeah, we'll find out Love on Monday if she went on a date with this guy. And then also, what is appropriate for a first online date? Because you don't want to do this full dinner, maybe. You don't know this person very well. You maybe never met him ever. And Simon, you had a great Simon Says during that. Oh, thanks, Angie. You went, yeah, we were talking about online dating. I said the most romantic thing you can do is to be safe for me and you. Yes. Meaning, you know, what more romantic than feeling safe? Nothing can start without feeling safe. I love it. Simon, you're right. Thanks, Heart, Angie. body, mind, be safe in every way yes. with the person you're with. Yes. Simon, Marcel, uh, I feel that Angie. way with you. And I do with you, too. Thank you for bringing protection every night on the show. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Of course you did. I know. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. We will talk to you next time on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.